All right, guys, one, two, three, here we go. Can I get a little motivation, a little energy? I want you to be excited with me. This is Juan Santos over to Counselor's Journey, and we are going to dive into another episode all about teaching you, mental health professionals, how to A, start, B, grow, C, scale a six-figure counseling private practice without, without feeling overwhelmed. Let's do it. Let's dive into the episode. All right. We are in season four, which I'm super excited about because this is actually, this is a season I've been working on since day one of the podcast. And it's through an accumulation of questions that I've received in my role as a consultant. So when individuals such as you are reaching out and wanting to build your private practice, everything from building a side hustle to how do I shift from a solo to a group practice, all of those details I've been keeping track of. Um, all the ones, all, all of you who are emailing and, and asking questions, all the ones who are reaching out on the YouTube channel, I've been really zoning in and keeping an eye on what are these questions and the creation of it, right? The development of it is what brings us to season four. And season four is all about Q&A where I am taking all of the questions that you have and one segment at a time answering a question. Now, my, my the concept behind it that I want to introduce to you is giving you information right away, right? No fluff, just the exact detail so that you're able to run with it and put it into action immediately, right? So it's having these gold nuggets. You're able to listen in and say, okay, I, I know how to apply that. And then we go into the how, we go into the why, and then you go into the, I am going to put this into practice. So before, before, we, before we jump in for today, right? For season four, episode one, I, I want to give a, a huge shout out to each of you. You know, I, I, this is something as, uh, <laughs> I guess, just me being me. I wanted to do this really early on, as mentioned, um, but I knew it, ne- it needed to take some time. And the shout out goes to you because, you know, we are in season three, right? There have been so many episodes that have taken place in a counselor's journey to private practice. And I am here because of you and because of the support that you continue, you continue to, to give to the, uh, the, the platform, a counselor's journey to private practice. So thank you. Beyond words, thank you. First question, and, and these questions are in no particular order. Um, just kind of throwing that heads up out there um, so that you're aware. No priority list, if you will, right? No, um, no, this one is more important than that one. I think in our journey of private practice, and you probably feel me on this, that question that you have, it feels super important. I think it's vital to acknowledge that that's an important question, and it needs time. So this one I pulled out is, uh, should I take... Cash pay or insurance? And it's one of those questions that is just always asked out there. So here's, here's the break that I want to I give you. If you're looking at the question, should I take only cash base, right? No insurance, or should I go the insurance route? I want you to start the question by throwing a third equation. Can you have a hybrid model, right? Can that be part of your market? So write that down, right? Can I have a hybrid model where I take insurance and I take cash base? Number two, what I want you to look at is your market. Because the answer to your question is going to be different depending on your market. A lot of times we skip over this. If I'm in my market and I look at all of the counselors, maybe in a 20-mile radius to me, and I'm going through all of their websites, and I'm going through all the coaches and psychiatrists, and I'm realizing that all of these businesses are running cash-based practices, well, that's an eye-opener. That, that's vital for me to acknowledge that because that means more than likely I am in a market where it's a bit more acceptable, it's a bit more okay that um, I can open up a counseling practice, a private practice, and it could be cash-based. Sometimes we skip this, and, and I've seen this really go in the wrong direction, where I had one clinician years back, uh, we were doing consulting, 
and she reached out really struggling to build her caseload. But it was because she went in the other direction. She wanted cash-based, and the market that she was in really was just pushing towards the insurance base. Now, the second part to this question, should you go cash-based or insurance-based, which I talked to this consultee about, is your ideal client. And this is another one that skipped over. I, just from my own platform, I have a different perspective than somebody else that you've listened to as far as a consultant. But I think it's vital to acknowledge who are you serving and what are the means of that individual. So let's kind of use an example here. Let's look at if you are serving um, an individual who is a um, person in the the substance abuse category. And you're looking at going uh, cash base versus insurance. Well, things you want to think about would be what cash-based practices are available to them or services? What insurance services are available to them? Um, you know, wh- where would they go? Would they first go to the hospital and then from the hospital, would they have a certain referral there? So you really want to follow up that, that, that line. I had one individual that worked heavily in the autism population and they shared with me. They shared with me that they've noticed their population for that clientele heavily utilized insurance. So I, I think that's just important, right? And if that relates to you, that's something you got to write down. So there's a note in there where you're looking at, should I take insurance or should I take just cash base? Well, before you answer those questions, figure out who you're going to work with and then identify what means do these individuals utilize whenever they're working with you. Next point I want you to look at is looking at your finances. So while you're answering this question, you also need to know your numbers. You need to be able to look at, okay, if I take insurance base, and again, write this down. This can't just be at the top of your head. Right? We were going away from building a hobby to building a business. Your hobbies, you can just think about every so often and jump on them when you're ready. But your business, you have to have these things written down. You have to see them in front of you so that you can take action. And then you can bring that action, that vision into an actual concept that you are living each and every day. So when you're looking at your financial goal, be able to write down, okay, if I take this insurance, and we're going we're gonna to get into the nitty gritty here, my friends. If you're taking blank insurance, I want you to write down how much you're going to be reimbursed, whether you're doing a 30, 45, one hour, a crisis session, whatever it may be, you write down that number. And then once you write down that number, I want you to cross uh, analysis um, and look at your cash base number. And then I want you to be able to pull that into, let's say you see that person in average 10 times. How many patients are you seeing a week? And then write down what that number comes out to. So you're able to look at these two different tables. And in front of you, you have a table that says, okay, insurance base. If I am seeing 20 individuals that are coming to the insurance side, here's how much money is coming into your, your business. If you're seeing 20 individuals coming into the cash space practice model, here's how much cash is coming into your practice. And then once you have those numbers down, take time to look at, okay, what do my numbers look like as far as expenses? You know, your marketing, how are these clients coming to you? Your overhead expense, you know, if you're using like a, a platform like Psychology Today or if you have um, a, a, an office that you're renting, right? All of those details you want to put in there. And then you got to put in there, right, your own life, you know, your retirement goals, your 401k or your IRA um, and any other money that you're saving there to be able to support the lifestyle that you have outside of work. So again, we're really not just solely focusing on should I take cash only or should I take insurance? It's a much bigger question because this question really digs into the infrastructure, right? The core of your business and, you're, and you being able to look at it on, on a spreadsheet, I think could be really effective because that clarity beyond reason allows you to make an effective decision. Now, here's what's beautiful about this question. It doesn't have to be a dead end. It doesn't have to be a one or, or or is it one and be all? 
right? You don't have to put all your eggs in, in, in this bucket forever. You can decide to just go strictly uh, cash based and then you could ride that out for a while. Um, and, and maybe if somebody reaches out to you and this individual is Bob and Bob says, hey, you know, I know you're only cash, but I want to use my insurance. There are ways you could work out contracts with insurance companies where Bob is excited to work with you. So then you communicate with Bob, hey, reach out to your insurance company. Let them know to do a one-time contract with me. Bob takes that route. Bob comes back to you with the insurance company. Insurance company reaches out and they say, hey, we want to do this one-time contract. They're going to give you the reimbursement rate. What you do there is you negotiate, right? Because you have your education, you have your skills, you know that you show up and do a, a good job, if you will. So negotiate with the insurance company. Tell them what your exact rate is. Yes, tell them exactly what your rate is. Don't, low, don't lowball yourself. You didn't work your butt off to get to where you are to lowball yourself. Tell them what your rate is. And then once that rate is accepted, then move forward. But what that model does is it doesn't tie you into it if your goal is not to be tied into a contract uh, with insurance company, but it allows you to serve while still being able to be reimbursed for that number that you're looking for. And again, this question, should I take insurance or just solely cash base? It's about the numbers. It's about your audience, right? There are so many details in there that are solely not just based on a yes or no uh, response. So I want, you to, I want you to walk away with those nuggets. If you need to listen to this one once more, take it with you, my friends. And, and this, this, is, this is it. This is what we're going to do. Season four, all about Q&As, questions that you have in your counseling journey. I'm going to provide you the feedback as far as the answer. We're doing live consulting, if you will, uh, at a pro bono, um, which, which is what the entire platform, right? A counselor's journey is about being able to give as much as I can so that you know, hey, uh, hopefully this guy knows what he's talking about, right? You feel, you feel that confidence there. And if you want to take it to the next level, you can reach out and then we can do consulting on a one-on-one -on -one base. If you want to look at courses, a counselor's journey offers courses. There are courses that support you in building a additional service focused on conducting immigration evaluations. There's courses you could take on that. There's courses where you're looking at starting a private practice. Wherever you're at, Counselor's Journey here to help you move forward in that process of building you know, your ideal counseling business. My friends, thank you for the time that you're sharing here. Reach out with questions that you have. And ways you could reach out would be wherever you listen to. So if you listen to an Apple podcast, leave me a review. Let me know. You know, as you head out today, guys, I want you to give yourself a big old hug, a big old high five, because listen, you're doing it. You're taking time out of your day to build your six figure private practice. You are tapping into ambition. You're tapping into curiosity and you're doing it here together. We're holding hands. We're walking on this journey, a private practice journey. Before you head off, do me a kindness. Leave me a review. Let me know what you think about this episode. Let me know which episode really stuck out to you. Which one made you go? Yes, I need to start doing a little bit more of that. Or yes, I am doing that and I'm proud of myself for doing that. I am seeing amazing changes. Thanks again for listening and I look forward to growing together on our journey.